You're listening to hashtag no filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh all week long. Those balls have gotten you into trouble, though. Oh, you yeah. They picked us because we're horny. Yeah. Right. And right. that's your chronic state. That's 24-7. <laughs> My life has changed so much that it's almost like a completely different life. From the latest news on The Real Housewives. I'm so happy to be here and engage with you. Deep dives into celebrity legal scandals and unfiltered convos with your favorite stars. I've got you covered. And yes, I always keep receipts. Yes, let's dive in. Hi, guys. Hello, hello, hello. I hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful Thursday. Welcome on in. Welcome on in. Welcome on in. Oh, we have Teresa. Teresa from Ontario. What's going on, Teresa? We have red flags from Narragansett. Narragansett. Ooh, okay. What's going on? Ooh, happy pre-birthday, and dub uh, What's going on? Happy pre-birthday. Zach, you're worth waiting for. Thank you, Aaron. Uh, that's a reference. If you guys are listening to this on the podcast, I am a little late. And also, my eye is a little fucked up right now, which is why I'm wearing glasses, because I couldn't wear my contacts today, and I can't stop staring at it. I, I, I'm i like Heather Gay, okay? And I woke up and my eye was swollen and I don't know what happened. Nobody came in it. I promise you nothing like that happened. It probably was my contacts. I switched brands. And ever since I've worn contacts, you guys, for 20 years, 20 years of my life. I can't stop looking at it. I need an eye patch. I wanted to wear sunglasses, but then I couldn't wear sunglasses because then if I wore sunglasses, I wouldn't be able to see. Oh my goodness. Glasses look so hot. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. The glasses, I'm sure, look hot, but they magnify my swollen eye. It's okay. It's nothing a little concealer can't fix, but it is a little, it's a little swollen. And I'm a little, I'm like, uh. so if anybody has, a, put a tea bag on it. Okay. Tea bag on it. The scratches. You poor baby. You must have been bitten by a kitten or a spider. Oh, I must have been bit. A spider laid eggs in my eye? Is that what happened? That's what Jen Shaw told Heather Gay happened. Is that, can you, no, that's crazy. A spider did not lay eggs in my eye. A spider bite. Oh, maybe a spider bite. I don't know. It hurts and it's swollen. That's all I know. Someone put a tea bag on it. Okay, I'll, I have chamomile tea. No, I have mint tea. I have Moroccan mint tea. So I'll be sure to put a tea bag on it. I won't be getting tea bagged tonight, but actually I kind of will be. Um, but okay, just don't look at my eye. Pretend it's pretend it looks normal. I'm gonna get you an eye eye patch like Heather Gay. Perfect. Oh, hello, Heather from San Francisco. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? All right, guys, we have a lot to break down. First of all, we are counting down. It's the final countdown. Okay, okay. People, some people were saying hot compress, and some people were saying ice because it's swollen, so the ice will have it go down. And then some people were saying a hot compress. Um, I don't, I don't really know. Um, don't put mint tea on your eye. Why? But people are saying put a, a tea bag on it. Oh my goodness. Hi, Shelly from Queensland, Australia. You look fine. Even if you don't point, if you don't point it out, we wouldn't know. Okay, fine. Then I'll stop pointing it out. Did someone say tea bag? Hello, everyone. Hey, Towns. What's going on, Towns? Um, it's probably just a sty. I mean, probably a sty. Probably a, whatever. Anyway, it is the final countdown to send Jen Shaw to prison. Dun, dun, dun. Everyone keeps asking if it's a sty. It's not a sty. Well, or maybe it is a sty. A sty, I thought, was like a little bump on the eyelid. This is just like a swollen eyelid. See, if you look at it, it just it's like big and swollen, and it just hurts. I tried to put some concealer on it because it was also like red, but whatever. Any tea bags, not a mint one. Okay, got it. Any tea bag except, well, not any tea bag because then it's not a mint one. Okay, sorry. This is, you guys don't care about my eyes. 
But I've literally worn, yeah, people are talking about my contacts. I've worn contacts for 20 years, and for once in my life, I decided to switch brands. And now here we are. The spoon in the freezer on the eye. Okay. I would use chamomile tea bag because it's soothing. Thank you. Is the under, is the eyelid tender? Yes. You might have a clogged gland. If it's really sensitive in one particular spot, put warm compression. Yeah, I think it's a clogged gland. Probably from, I don't know, from makeup or something. Okay. Don't stop touching it, honey. Okay, I won't touch it. Okay, okay. Let's get to the let's get to the point. It is Jen Shaw Lockup Week, and she is celebrating. Jen Shaw is celebrating by getting matching tattoos. So her son got a tattoo that said Kiki, and then she got tattoos that have her son's name on them. And I'm like, what better way to celebrate going to prison than getting tattoos? Like that is a great choice. And then posting about it on Instagram, great choice. She's clearly still making wonderful choices. I mean, my goodness, like she really doesn't know when to stop. New details dish. I'm sorry about your eye. Um, Well, first of all, that was the update on Jen Shaw. She's going to prison on Friday. Locked up. They won't let her out. Locked up. They won't let her out. Locked up. They won't let her out. So she is going to prison. We are counting down for her prison. She's got to look hard. Yeah, that's right. She's got to look tough. So she's got to have some some fresh tattoos that she can come in there and be like, I'm going to be nobody's bitch. So... Good for her. She should save that money for restitution, right? That would be a great choice. That would be a really great choice. There is something that is coming. I can't tell you guys about it. Well, just wait. Friday is going to be, tomorrow is going to be an interesting day. If you're listening to this on the podcast, we recorded this Thursday night as we do every Thursday. We go live and I shared the the live stream on the podcast. But Friday, just get ready. There is going to be an interesting update on all of that. And I am very curious what you guys are going to think about it. Um, We'll probably do a live to talk about it. So stay tuned for that. Brandy and Caroline. So there are new details that have come out from the whole incident that happened on Ultimate Girls Trip. Brandy Glanville is now being accused of an additional lewd act. The headline looked really salacious. Okay, I normally love Page Six. And I, I know people that write for Page Six. Um, I don't personally know any of the writers that have covered any of this, though. However, it's just it's a little interesting, the new details that have come out, and it's even more confusing than ever. Think of her with no makeup, no hair or nails done, and she'll look rough. We've seen her look rough. We can just pull back some of the old photos of her. So apparently there was another incident. But I don't even know if I would consider it an incident. They call it a lewd act is what page six referred to it as. And I guess there was a producer that Brandy was talking to and like made a joke to about something about like, do you want to sleep with me? Do you want to F me? Whatever. And Brandy seems very friendly with this producer. And this producer apparently didn't want to comment and didn't want to participate in the investigation. Not by not they didn't want that specific incident to be brought into the investigation because they didn't think they weren't offended by it they weren't bothered by it it seemed like brandy had made a joke where should we point our eyes to tomorrow you're not going to need to point them anyway i'm pretty sure it it'll be out it'll be out there um i'll pretty much i'll just stay tuned guys that's all i can say i've already said too much um but just stay tuned um what was I saying? We're talking about Brandy and Caroline. Okay, so Brandy made this move, at, or I don't even think it's a move. She made a joke towards the producer, and the producer kind of just laughed it off. And now somebody on production is, or somebody close to production, is leaking it to page six and saying Brandy also did this. And they try to bring this into the investigation, but the, the producer didn't really seem to want to talk about it. And the producer, 
producer doesn't want to make it a thing, which also makes me believe that, okay, so then there are some producers that are on Brandy's side in addition to the women. So now, um, the issue has become that, or the incident has now grown into not only did Brandy lock Caroline in the bathroom, because that was the last that we heard, was that Brandy locked Caroline in the bathroom, shoved her against the wall and was making out with her and shoved her tongue down her throat and then grabbed her boobs and grabbed her coochie and, you know, assaulted her in that sense. When it comes to the other ladies, apparently now there were two other ladies that were also in the bathroom when this alleged incident happened and the alleged incident happened happened in the bathroom but not outside but then page six also reported that i guess earlier in the night brandy and caroline were taking tequila shots and apparently were making out earlier in the night before brandy decided to grab her and 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 throw her against the wall and apparently when they were making out after taking the tequila shots that's when Brandy apparently shoved her tongue down Caroline's throat and that was not okay even though they were making out like Caroline wanted to make out but she didn't want Brandy to shove her tongue down her throat which is interesting like I'm just like the story just keeps evolving and developing and getting wilder and wilder that I'm like do now do we really believe like first of all it was hard to believe that Brandy locked Caroline in a bathroom and shoved her against the wall and was grabbing her all over her lady parts but now they were taking tequila shots together and making out together? Like, what? Does she do this for ratings? Brandy or Caroline? What in the what? Exactly, Caroline would not make out. It didn't sound like Caroline would make out, but now this is apparently the story. This is what Page Six has run with. I didn't think Caroline was a drinker. Tequila shots, right? Doesn't that sound crazy? Like, never in my wildest dreams would I think Caroline was doing tequila shots and decided to make out with Brandy Glanville while they were on vacation in Morocco. Like, never would I imagine that sentence would come out of my mouth. How would you make out without tongue? Exactly. I mean, or I guess there's like you do a little bit of tongue. Like, that's usually how you do it. People that shove their tongues down people's throats and making out. First of all, that's a hard rule. If anybody's doing that when you're making out with somebody, nobody likes that. Nobody likes when people, nobody likes that. Okay, no one. You the art of making out is to do light tongue, right? You do little tongue and little bits, and just like, mm, mm. and then I put my tongue, you put your tongue, I put my tongue. It's like a fine dance. You're doing a salsa, but the salsa is in your mouth, and it's not spicy. It's hot, you know. Brandy, how old are you? Brandy's in her forties, mid forties, like forty three, I think. Um, tequila, tequila. I mean, I guess tequila changes people. Tequila Katie came out with all of them. But like, do we really believe this story? Like, what is like, what do we believe at this point? Because page six just keeps reporting these new because I remember the version that I heard. And I remember the version that Dave Quinn reported in people the day after me without crediting me. It's okay, Dave, it's fine. Um, because I was the first one to break the story on Sunday before it came out on Monday morning. Um, And the story originally was that Brandy was trying to get Caroline to loosen up. So she, um, you know, she was kind of just like, like, loosen up, loosen up. Like, let's make out. Let's make out. And it was, and Caroline was uncomfortable with the advances that Brandy was making. Right. And then at that point, you're just kind of like, okay, like, don't touch me. Like, please don't touch me. Like, you know, you kind of just like, you shut it down, you know? Um, And then the story just continues to evolve. Do you think we will ever get the truth from either of these ladies? I don't know. I really don't know. When I drink tequila, it changed me, and I embarrassed myself thinking about it. Oh, okay. Such a fine girl, such a fine Brandy. Brandy is actually 50. No way. Brandy's 50? No way. Brandy's got to be like 48. Somebody Google it. How old is Brandy Glanville? This is boring as fuck. Can we talk about Bad Mormon? Bad Mormon? 
What do you want to talk about Bad Mormon? Oh, Heather Gay. Can we talk about that? Speaking of my eye, Heather Gay has finally confirmed what she believes happened at the on Real Houses of Salt Lake City. She's on her Bad Mormon tour. She was at, in front of a, an audience doing like a Q&A and she confirmed that she banged it in her bathroom. Who reported that? Who gave you that exclusive? Oh, yeah. Hashtag no field to Zach Peter. Thank you. So she finally revealed that she banged it in the bathroom. She believes it was on her cabinet in the bathroom is where she banged her eye. And she said it on camera. But I guess she's saying that the reason they didn't air that on the show or air talking about it on the show is because they had like a contract with the Airbnb people and that they weren't allowed to air anything disparaging about the Airbnb. And that's how they were able to get the Airbnb. I don't know if I believe that or not. Um, Lala, Kent, and Andy Cohen on Watch What Happens Live said they think it's Jen Shaw. They think Jen Shaw hit Heather? No, I actually think Heather was drunk and ran into her cabinet door. I believe that. That sounds like something Heather would do. The fact that she was alluding that it was Jen Shaw is stupidest storyline ever. Yeah, I agree. All of it's stupid. Can we just get real? At no point would Brandy be attracted to Caroline, but she does push boundaries for fun and reactions. I agree. I agree, Crystal. Last time I said that on the podcast, people came after me and they're just like, that's not how sexual assault works. And you're insensitive and leave it to a man to say that and be sensitive. And then people were leaving me one star reviews on the podcast. And I was like, I was just saying that the story in page six sounded crazy. And I didn't think that Brandy would ever be attracted to Caroline. Like if of all of the women on that trip, I just didn't think if she was going to make a sexual advance, she would pick like... She would pick on someone that's a little more vulnerable. Caroline does not look vulnerable. Caroline is a very hard, tough woman. And I just think she would, I mean, I don't know. I've experienced sexual assault before. I've been in very uncomfortable situations. My experience, you know, I guess is not everyone's experience. But I agree with you. I don't think that Brandy Glanville is physically attracted to Caroline. That's not to say that she did or did not assault Caroline. That is not what I'm saying. I'm not trying to be insensitive even though I think everybody's a little too fucking sensitive these days. When Brandy is drunk, anyone goes. I mean, that's possible too. Nope, Caroline's not Brandy's type. Eva, on the other hand. Yeah, I like Eva, and I always thought Brandy would make out with Eva. Brandy does what Bravo hired her for. Yeah, Bravo hired her to be bad, and she's behaving badly. Girls behaving badly. Oy vey, mamma mia, here I go again. Okay, so that's the Brandy and Caroline update. I mean, I don't know what else there really is to say other than the the story is crazy. Jen Shaw got her tattoo. She goes to prison on Friday. Locked up. They won't let her out. In other crazy stories, are we ready for more low-budget tea? People keep sending me this story, and they're like, oh, my God. Even Jacques from the Unpopular Podcast, he sent it to me, and he's like, what do you think about this? This sounds crazy. I actually think, you know, this may be a little incriminating for Erica. And so I was like, oh, God, I try to stay away from all the Erica news. The Girardi news I read up on because usually there's a legal update that comes. But the Erica news is usually just clickbait. It's usually just another lawsuit over another stupid thing. And then in three months it gets dismissed. And so unless there's like a real breaking update on Erica, I don't really pay attention to any of that news anymore. But because so many people have sent me this and they're like, oh, my God, look at this story. So apparently there's a designer. Right. And this designer is giving exclusive interviews right now because when, you know, when there's a payday, everyone wants to give an exclusive interview and promote their business and do all these things. Um, So there's a designer that I guess used to style Erica Jane back in the day, right before she left Tom when she was still, you know, it's expensive to be me. And now it's sued to be her. Um, but anyway, so I guess he's come out and he's claiming and I guess the L.A. Times has done an investigation into this and there was a 
$800 um, fraud case, or sorry, $800,000 fraud case. Big difference, not $800,000, $800,000. So I guess Erica Jane's credit card was charged over, you know, an approved limit, right? Similar to like what happened to me at the sushi restaurant. Remember when they tried to upcharge me? They tried to charge me over $200 for a $60 tab because they thought I was some dumb American in Mexico and they just didn't think I would check my card and I didn't until I saw the charge and I'm fighting it. Anyway, I built an Erica Jane. But so anyway, she's claiming that this designer overbilled her and never provided an invoice for his services. And then when the invoices were finally provided, they were outlandish costs, right? And normally when there is a business transaction, the cost and the pricing is set up front and then an invoice comes in because if you're going to, if you are running it through a business, you need to make sure that there's a paper trail and you have those invoices. Okay. So the designer is now saying that that's not true, that he didn't overcharge her $800,000 and he accused Erica and Tom of using their connections at the FBI to go and try to shut down his business. And he says that they threatened, you know, the lively, his livelihood and they threatened to ruin his business, whatever, whatever, right? From what I've gathered from the actual details of this and and what the actual um, designer is claiming, because the designer has now admitted, he says, oh, it wasn't that we overcharged her. It was that there was an error in the billing. And the error was that we did overcharge her, but we only charged her $100,000. We didn't charge her, overcharge her $800,000. How do you accidentally overcharge somebody $100,000? Like, where is that? Like, oops, oops. Like, I understand if it's a couple hundred, right? If it's a big tab, maybe you overcharge them 200, 300, 400, maybe a couple thousand, a hundred thousand dollars. You overcharge someone $100,000 and you didn't provide them any invoices until well after the fact. Now you look like a fool and I get it. You're trying to promote your design business and you're trying to promote yourself as a fashion designer, whatever. Cool. Got it. And I mean, it's free publicity for him. It's free publicity for what, you know, he's trying to promote, which is his business, cool, but also just like your business didn't shut down because this happened many years ago. And again, you overcharged her $100,000. You're already admitting that. So if you've already admitted to overcharging her 100 grand, then it's not hard for me to believe that maybe you did overcharge her 800 grand or maybe maybe it was somewhere in the middle, right? And maybe Erica and and Tom were just like, well, fine, well, we're going to fight it as far as we can because this guy seems to be a scam artist and we don't want to pay him anything. And maybe the total, I don't know what the total tab was. Again, the whole story just kind of seemed to be ridiculous. And then they have like photos of the man in the article. And I'm just like, oh my God, when you're doing photo ops and giving exclusive interviews and stuff, like there's always something to gain from it, especially all these years later, he's trying to make it a conspiracy. Yeah, he's trying to say that they use their influence and their pull to have influence over the FBI and the FBI got involved and it was an intimidation tactic and blah, 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 blah. I mean, <sighs> stupid. Are you interviewing Teresa soon? Teresa Judice? No. Should I would love to interview Teresa Judice though. I would love to interview Teresa or Melissa. I would love to interview Teresa and Melissa together. I would, listen, if either of them want to come on my podcast, I, I'm down to do that. I haven't asked either of them though, but I would love to make it happen at some point. I gave my hairdresser eight thousand an $8,000 tip. I accidentally hit the wrong keys. Oh, my goodness. I'm sure your hairdresser was excited. Did the transaction go through? Do you just have a spare eight grand just sitting in the bank, sitting in your checking account? You're just like, I just got an, a, a random 
or sorry, $8,000 and to, to leave a tip on top of my tab. That is quite, I hope she gave it back to you and you didn't just like feel guilty and be like, oh no. But yeah, so I think that this can be filed under low budget. It's not, He's trying to promote his business. And listen, maybe she did try to fight it and maybe she did call in a favor at the FBI. And that's not cool, right? We, we don't need to be, you know, pushing our influence over people. But also, this guy was like bragging about all his high profile celebrity clients. So if he's able to charge somebody overcharge somebody an overcharge of 800,000. I'm pretty sure that the bill itself was a very, a very high bill that I'm pretty sure that chargeback was not going to ruin him considering all of the celebrity clients he had also listed in the article. Erica will probably not be in a lawsuit. She will never be free of this. Yeah, I mean, people are just always going to continue to try and sue her. Uh, but so far, no, nobody's been able to win. Nobody's been able to prove anything. All of the lawsuits continue to just get shut down, and they don't go anywhere. So, and now everyone's trying to cancel her. Why are they trying to cancel Erica? Nobody's trying to cancel her. She ain't going to be canceled. Come on. Okay, speaking of Teresa, though, guys, Teresa is shutting down that the... Um, that there's a fallout between her and Dina. Apparently, you know, she and Dina are cool. They're kosher. They're um, not fighting, even though Teresa's made up with Jacqueline and Jacqueline's come out and Jacqueline says that, you know, she is not using Teresa to get back on the show. She's actually moving to Orange County, which is happening, I believe, in June. I was talking with her the other day. Um, so... Yeah, she's like, I have no interest. And people are like, oh, well, are you going to make up with Dina? Because Dina lives in Orange County and they should, you know, you and Dina should do something together. I don't know if they're going to do anything together. I haven't asked Jacqueline about Dina. But Teresa said that there is no fallout with Dina. They are still friendly. They were still texting the other day. Dina is still her good friend. And she's just happy to also reconnect with, um, with what do you call it, uh, with Jacqueline. It's funny, Louie actually DM'd me as well, and he reached out, and he was like, you know, thank you for your coverage, and, you know, we we chatted a bit. Um, he seems like a really nice guy. I think he's had a really positive influence on Teresa. I really do, and I think that was, that was evident in the Jersey premiere, and so we'll see. Um, Kaya Richards has come out, and she is denying using Ozempic. She says that all of her weight loss is due to being seven months sober, and she said it's all working out. She gets up, and she works out for two hours every morning, and she's seven months sober. And I'm just like, well, shit, maybe I need to go seven months sober. I won't. I won't, but he was on your live, Zach. Who was on my live? Louie? Louie was on my live? Hi, Louie. I don't think he's on my live anymore, but he seems like a really good guy. Um, that's so good to hear. I don't believe, I don't believe that at all from Teresa. They lied about fake Cartier bracelets. Why? First of all, we don't know if that's true. The Cartier bracelet thing, people were saying that the packaging of the actual Cartier bracelets seemed different from the packaging that was shown on the website. Listen, guys, that actually is, is pretty common that what you see on the website is not actually, you know, a carbon replica of what you actually get in person. Like sometimes the packaging is a little different. Sometimes the photo on the website is a mock-up or it's a sample and it's not the actual piece that you get when you're actually in person. And people have different packaging. Packaging changes. Packaging evolves. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe what they work fake Cartier bracelets. That's a lot of bracelets, a lot of Cartier bracelets to be buying for your new daughter-in-law's, um, 
So, yeah, I maybe it was fake, but, like, why is it such a big deal that people buy fake knockoffs? Half the people that listen and watch these shows have fake Dolce & Gabbana sunglasses that they bought at the fucking kiosk at the mall. So what does it matter if these ladies have a fake knockoff purse? They're, like, I just, I think people are so dramatic about that type of stuff. If anything, they're saving money. Good for them. I mean, I get it, but, like, their lifestyles are supposed to be about, like, luxury, and they're rich, and they're affluent, and all of this stuff, and, like, I get that side of it, too, but it's just, like, I don't care. I think most of the time when people are like, that's fake, that's fake, that's fake, it's usually not fake. Like, I remember the other day I saw an Instagram post where I think it was Teresa, and she had a, a was it a Chanel bag? She had a bag, and... Um, same thing with Jacqueline. Jacqueline had like a YSL bag, right? And people are like, oh, that's fake. That's got to be fake. That's got to be fake. Even though like sometimes they could be real, like it could be a real bag. But they were saying that it was fake because the way that the Chanel was arched on the bag was different from the way that it looked on the website. And I'm like, it's a purse in person in an iPhone photo from an angle. So yeah, if she has the purse on her arm and her arm is pressing upon the purse, then yeah, the purse is going gonna, is gonna to fold in a little bit in the center. It's going to sink in and then the the lettering is going to look a little curved and the spacing is going to look a little different and so it's not a big scandal i can't wait for next week's jersey when louie calls joey out oof jersey's getting spicy um i was disappointed in the summer house premiere i thought the summer house premiere was kind of boring but we had summer house Jersey premiere is good. Vanderpump Rules, I think, is good. It's heating up. I'm liking it, which brings me to Katie Maloney because Katie Maloney has apparently been, you know, living life since she's been single. And so she was linked to the actor Lucas Gage. Um, and people are like, oh, my God, is she dating Lucas Gage? And I guess they're not dating because he he opened up to Bustle in, a, in an interview recently. He's from... Um, he was from season one of White Lotus, and he was the one that got his butthole eaten out by the the hotel manager. And then he went on Watch What Happens Live, and he's like, we need to normalize rimming because rimming is good and rimming is fun. And I was like, all right, good for you. And so apparently he was st- him and his friends were staying at the Edition Hotel. Katie Maloney was also staying at the Edition Hotel, or she was at the Edition Hotel. I don't think she was staying there, but she happened to be there. And he invited her up to their room to hang out, and he said that they connected, and they formed a really genuine bond, and they stayed up until 5 a.m. talking. Um, my thing is, it's like, listen, if you stayed up until 5 a.m., you got to, like somebody's dick got sucked. You know what I mean? Like you got, you had a little fun. Somebody got fingered, right? Uh, I have to go next week. Bye. Oh, bye, Norma. Oh, bye, Nora the Explorer 64. Uh, but yeah, I mean, she seems to be denying the rumors because people asked her on an Instagram Q&A about Lucas Gage and she just put LOL. And then some people were telling me that Lucas Gage is gay. And I don't know if Lucas Gage is gay. I thought maybe he was like, bye. I mean, if he is gay, homie, slide into my DMs. Let's get it. I'm ready. Let's go. Um, I don't think they're dating. If anything, they're probably just like hooking up and having fun. I can see Lucas being into both dudes and and women, right? He can he can go both ways. He can be like I can you know I can play with the pups and I can play with the kitties. And he like maybe he likes both. But listen, maybe they made out without tongue, w- without shoving his tongue down her throat because that's assault, right? Um, I don't know. I 
they are a cute couple. I would like to see them together. And listen, I wouldn't hate knowing that Katie eats his butt. Like, I think that would actually, like, I don't think Schwartz would ever allow her to do that. So, like, I Katie's definitely in this phase where, like, she's looking for a boy toy. She's not looking for a man. I think Katie needs a man. But I think right now in her single hoe phase, which is what Lala, Lala Kent calls it in her book, the hoe phase. And we love a good hoe phase. But I think in Katie's hoe phase, she's, you know, she's living her life. And I'm like, you know what, Katie? You do you, boo. You get it, girl. Uh, Bronwyn got married in other news. That's lack. That's uh, interesting. Um, I'm surprised that like she's still doing things. Is she still making headlines and people still talking about Bronwyn? Good for her. She got married to her girlfriend. Um, so I guess she's officially divorced from Sean. Then now that they're married, so I, I don't know. My ears, my ears. Hi, Reality Tea with Krista Marie. Krista Marie, I haven't seen you in the live in a minute. Zach looking good tonight. Oh, thanks, boo. This is like my 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 rugged vibe. I have the the scruff grown out. I have the glasses on because I have my Heather Gay eye that's all swollen. Um, my hair's a little messy. I'm finally going to get it cut on Sunday. It's so long. It's just like, it's too much. Bronwyn annoys the piss out of me. Well, I mean, piss coming out of you is actually good because that's like how your body like detoxes things. Why is Bronwyn still relevant? I don't know. Boring Bronwyn. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Love you. I, oh, I'm usually asleep. Oh, well, I'm glad you joined in, Krista Marie. Um, also guys, so I figured we, I haven't done like a ton of recaps. I mostly just kind of, kind of cover news, but I was thinking maybe on Wednesday mornings doing Jersey recaps again. I know I used to do them last year. And so I was thinking it might be kind of fun to do like a real housewives of New Jersey recap of last night's episode the next morning since, well, actually we have the Miami recaps that come out on the ringer reality TV podcast. That's out. Those come out every Thursday. Who has custody of the kids? I believe Sean has full. Sean's with them most of the time. So I believe Sean Burke has full custody of their kids. And Bronwyn maybe just like visits and sees them. But anyway, I'm going to be doing recaps of Real Houses of New Jersey on Wednesday mornings. Because it it airs on Tuesday. So I'll do the recaps Wednesday mornings. And I'm going to do them with the Brav Bros. I know you guys love Brav Bros. Zach, darling, please read the DM I sent you about the Princess Diana book. Oh, okay, Carol. I'll definitely, I'll I'll check it out. Sorry, guys. if, If you've DM'd me and I haven't gotten back to you recently I apologize um sometimes the ruthless and the toothless can be a lot so I've like had to refrain from having to go into the dms too often so it's not personal I'm not ignoring anybody I promise I you know I set aside certain hours where I go in and I check up and I usually just check up based off of like what the most recent comments are so if I miss anything I am sorry I do still love your dms I do still uh, read a lot of them and so please keep sending me them um but yeah, every Wednesday morning, me and the Brav Bros, Steel and Shooter, we're going to be going live together on the YouTube. I think we're going to start that not next week, but the week after, March 1st. We're going to start it. So you only have one eye. It's okay. <laughs> I know. I know. Thank you. You are wonderful to your fans. Oh, thank you, Kenny G. I don't like to call you guys fans. I like. I just think like, you know, we're a community. You're my supporters. You come and you show up and you support me. I hate using the word fans. Um, Thank you, Brittany. It's Brittany, bitch. Dropping the super stickers on the YouTube. Let's get it. Homeless but not toothless. We love the Brav Bros, and we love you. Yay. You are never, never, you never change, Zach. I will never change, Shell. I will stay naturally platinum forever. Okay, any other any other items you guys want to discuss before we wrap tonight's live? We covered everything. I'm excited for the Jen Shaw lockup tomorrow.
There is a new recap of Real Houses of Miami out on the Ring of Reality TV podcast. It dropped today, guys. Every Thursday, new episode comes out and a new recap comes out on the Ringer later that afternoon. So if you guys caught Real Houses of Miami, be sure to catch our recap on the Ringer Reality TV podcast. Did you see the nasty IG post going back and forth between Megan King and Jim? I did not, but I heard about it and people are like, whoa. I guess I think I read bits and pieces of it, um, but I didn't follow it too closely because they were like clapping back at each other about like how they're both terrible parents, right? interview Melissa's sister. I don't want to interview Melissa's sister. Her long-lost sister? Um, no, I don't want to interview. Why would I interview Melissa's sister? That's weird. She's not even on the show. Um, I'm not a fan. I'm your daughter. Mommy dearest. Oh. Like people did with Joe Exotic. Yes. Imagine, please. What did people do with Joe Exotic? They ate his butt? What did they do to Joe Exotic? I missed the Jen Shaw talk. What time does she report? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. I think she reports at like 11 a.m. She's probably going to go first thing in the morning. I would not doubt that she goes first thing in the morning. I need another Q&A night with you just getting Liddy City. Yes, we will do another Liddy. When I, my eye is not swollen and fucked up, we will do another like after party fun. Get We're just going to drink a bottle of wine live on the internet and answer all your questions. But people need to send good questions. People don't send really good questions. Does Michael need to come to Potomac? So boring now. Michael in Potomac. Michael Darby? You want to bring Michael Darby back to on Potomac? Margarita. Oh, Margarita Nights. Oh, my God. The Margarita Nights get me into trouble, you guys. Maybe we don't do a bottle of wine. Maybe we do the margaritas. Ooh. Zach and Jen Shaw will be pen pals. I have a story about that, Okay. I have a story about that. I'm going to save that for members only. I'm not going to be allowed to talk about it this week. Like I said, expect something. Um, yeah. I will. I have a story about all of that that I will share with you in the near future on the YouTube Zach Pack members only. Jen's going to get a lot of hate mail. I mean, so what happened? Has anybody been in prison? Anybody here been to prison? What happens with like fan mail and hate mail? They can't send it to prison, right? Don't they have to be on like a list? Like you have to be on the list in order to like send letters to Jen? I would imagine you can't just like send, the, what are they going to flood the, the jailhouse with letters of love or of hate? Thank you so much for the for the super sticker, Charmin BB. Look at that. Let's get it. Giddy, giddy, and and throw them hips, girl. Bum, 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 bum. Not a cushy prison. She's going to the Elizabeth Holmes prison, right? Or well, actually, Elizabeth Holmes doesn't have to report until April because she's pregnant, right? So she may change it now that she knows Jen Shaw is going to be there. She's like, fuck that, I'm not going to to the Brian prison facility. Not with Jen Shaw, but Jen Shaw's ready. She got her tattoo. She got a little tattoo on her arm, and she's ready. This is like her first tattoo, right? That's wild. It took her having to go to prison to get her first tattoo. Do you did you see Andy on Watch What Happens Live? He thinks Jen gave Heather the black eye. Somebody said that. I haven't watched the new episode of, of Watch What Happens Live yet. I mean, that's wild of him to say, though. <sighs> you need to be a bartender on Watch What Happens Live. I would love to be a bartender on Watch What Happens Live. I'm actually going to be in New York in April. I'm going to be on the East Coast. I'm going to be coming the last weekend of April is when I'm going to New York. And I think I might try to finagle into watch what happens live i remember adam and i tried to do it when we were on tour last year and we had the the and the new york city date the new york city show that we were doing but we ended up asking way too late we tried to get in like the week of and we couldn't get in because they were already like fully booked but i mean there's enough time now 
it's not Attica or Rikers, she'll be fine. Yeah, truly, you do. I'd flip. If you do, I'd slip out. I'd flip out. I would love to, too. She will be an hour and 10 minutes from us. Oh, Elaine, are you ready? Andy is missing an opportunity here. I agree. I agree. She'll be with Elizabeth Holmes. She, well, she's going to the Bi- the Bryan Prison Facility in, or yeah, the prison facility in Bryan, Texas. And Elizabeth Holmes is also supposed to report to that same facility. But like, remember what happened with Julie? Julie, Todd and Julie, Julie was supposed to serve her time in Florida and she didn't. She ended up going to Lexington. So she was supposed to go to Mariana, Florida, and she didn't go to Mariana, Florida. She went to Lexington, uh, Kentucky. So she's having that Kentucky Fried Chicken in prison. Oh, my God, Zach, you have to be the bartender and showcase your wine. They do all do it with the bakeries all the time. I mean, Listen, I would love to, but I think the bakeries pay for that. Like, I think those are like paid endorsements. Anytime you see a product at the bar, that's usually a paid endorsement. Elizabeth tried to flee the country recently, didn't she? I mean, I don't know. That's that's a big accusation to throw out that she tried to flee the country. Um, she had a vacation that she had booked for Mexico. Um, and they were kind of like, um, and I think she like disclosed that like she was going on vacation in Mexico. And they're like, um, yeah, sweetie, you're going to prison. You're not allowed to do, you're not allowed to just like take a little vacation in Mexico. Like you can't leave the country. You're going to prison. Yeah, she bought tickets to Mexico. But I don't think she was fleeing the country. I literally thought she's like, oh, well, fuck it. I'm going to prison. Might as well take a little Cancun vacation. Oh, boy, do I have some recommendations for her if she wants to go to Cancun? Any new potential cast members for Beverly Hills this year? Will Kathy come back? I don't know. Honestly, I haven't heard any. I mean, actually, I have heard that there are some newbies in the mix, but I don't know if they're diamond holders or they're going to be friends of. Because, like, you know, usually they have to kind of audition first. Well, actually, sometimes like Garcelle and like Crystal, they get a diamond right off the bat. And then sometimes they have to earn their spot like Sutton, who didn't immediately get a diamond. But after her performance throughout the season, then they gave her a diamond. So, yeah, who knows what's happening with Beverly Hills at this point? That's fleeing the country as long as the law is concerned. No, I agree. It's technically, yes, it is fleeing the country. Yes. When you book a flight to Mexico before your prison stay, yes, that is technically fleeing the country. But I don't think it was like a deliberate, like the Tom Girardi CFO from Girardi Keys. Remember, he like sold all of his properties in 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 the States and then bought a property in the Bahamas and then was planning on going to the Bahamas and living there. That's fleeing the country. That's like a deliberate attempt to like try and get away. Um, And then they caught him before he did bring Carlton back. Nobody wants to see Carlton. That's not fun. She bought a one-way ticket. It was a one-way ticket? Ooh. Well, then then she's stupid. I think she's stupid. I think she's a fucking idiot if that's what she did. If she bought a one-way ticket to where, where is she going to go? A one-way ticket, you're fleeing. Yeah, a one-way ticket, you're fleeing. If it was a one-way ticket then yes, I believe you're you're fleeing. But also, that's when you you book like a private jet. Well, actually, I don't know all the details. Maybe she did try to book like a charter a plane. I don't I don't know. I don't know the details. But my understanding of what I heard about the situation was that it she was going. She thought she could go on vacation. And then they were like, "Lol, no." Zach, is this three years or two years? Oh, three years or two years coming up. The Erica Files. Um, Erica Files, the year of the election. Remember, it was on election day. So 
was it 2020? 2020. 20, yes, it was 2020. Erica filed in 2020. So we went through 2021, 2022, and now we're going to go into the end of 2023. So yeah, it's been a little over two years since she filed for divorce from Tom. We're now going into, we're approaching the third year since when she left Tom. Yikes. All right. Oh, uh, I'm going to see myself out. You're going to see yourself out. Where are you going, my love? You boys like Mexico? I don't know. Not after my last trip there. She bought, she should have bought two tickets to paradise. Um, yeah, coming up on three. All right, guys. Well, this was fun. I hope you had a wonderful night. I hope you um, are enjoying and living life. Here, let me hit the outro music on my... Um, I hope you guys are enjoying life. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Please keep me posted on what you're going to be doing this weekend. Hopefully, you're having some fun. I hope you had a great Valentine's Day. Like I said, there's a new recap of Real Housewives of Miami coming up on or out now on the Ringer Reality TV podcast. And then we will be having recaps of Real Housewives of New Jersey live on YouTube every Wednesday morning. Me and the Brav Bros, Steel and Shooter, will be here live with me on my YouTube channel. And we will be recapping each episode of Real Housewives of New Jersey. Get ready. All new episode of the podcast comes this upcoming Monday. Hopefully my eye is better right then. I know people say stop touching it. Put an eye ba- a tea bag on it. All right, guys. I love you. I appreciate you. And I will chat with you all very, very soon. All right? If you want to keep up with me, you can always give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. Or you can follow at No Filter with Zach um, to stay up to date with the latest reality TV tape, baby. At No Filter with Zach on the Instagram or at Just Plain Zach all over the internet. Also, guys, there's an event coming up with Leanne Rhymes in West Hollywood next Friday. I'll post details on my Instagram story. But Leanne Rhymes is going to be doing an event. I'm going to be there at the London Hotel, February 24th. It's the Women, um, Women of the Heart event. So check it out. Women of the Heart with Leanne Rhymes, February 24th. I will see you there. Ciao for now. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Has the winter season taken a toll on your tile, upholstery, carpet? Call Cyclone Cleaners, 570-726-6200. For all your carpet, upholstery, and ceramic tile cleaning needs, it's Cyclone Cleaners. Also offering odor treatment and soil and stain guard. Choose the only cleaning company that supplies the water to clean your home and disposes of it when they are finished. Call Cyclone Cleaners to schedule your cleaning today, 570-726-6200.